Liberty Tabletop is America's flatware company, the only flatware that's manufactured in the U.S. of A. There are over 38 patterns to choose from. Like a couple of patterns and you can't decide, you can order a sample of each. And check out their website at libertytabletop.com and enter the promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. Just in time for you to freshen up your holiday table setting with Liberty Tabletop flatware, manufactured in the United States. They make great wedding and Christmas gifts, too. Flatware that can be passed down for generations. So check out their website at LibertyTabletop.com and enter promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. LibertyTabletop.com, promo code BEN. Welcome to Planet Logic and Political Pursuits, the podcast. Today's episode, America under indictment. America, not Donald Trump so much, but those of us who are Americans. I'm Lynn Woolley of Planet Logic. With me is Luann Anderson of Political Pursuits, the podcast. And this is what we're going to talk about today. What is really happening right now? What's going on with this indictment? What's going on with the possible impeachment of Joe Biden? What's going on with this revelation now that all of our fears may have been true, that it is Obama pulling the strings behind Joe Biden. And Luann, it just gets down to, as Benny Johnson said in his now famous piece called The Ghost in the Machine, the deus ex machina, um, who, who is allowed to be president in the United States? And what do we mean by that term? Well, I think just to, to take a look at some of what Benny says, his piece opens, what is really happening to America in 2023? The indictments have nothing to do with Trump. Not really. Conversely, the cover-up of impeachable crimes have nothing to do with Biden. Don't kid yourself. Joe Biden is not powerful or smart. He's barely alive. And that's the point. This is a pure exercise in power by those who truly wield power in our society. Those people, the security state. The security state is made up of a constellation of permanent Washington, D.C. apparatchiks who cling to the power center like fossilized barnacles. The security state never puts their names on a ballot. Too dirty. They would not dream of stooping that low. They are the ghost in the machine. Well, this goes back to Peter Strzok and Lisa Page at the FBI and their little insurance policy. Uh, Can you name somebody say, uh, I don't know, sometime around 2016, who kind of threw a monkey wrench into this, somebody who was not allowed to be president of the United States, but became president of the United States in spite of not being allowed and messed up their their, their good little deal that they have, the lucrative playhouse that they have in Washington, D.C. Yeah, Donald Trump. Absolutely. Absolutely. And... He was, as you know, they've talked about it, he was, he broke the system. He was the tool that broke the system, that broke the system of the security state. They went apoplectic, and they haven't gotten over it yet, but, you know, they say hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Well, I think the same can be said of a security state I think so, too. I honestly don't think any of this is about what Trump did, didn't do, said, didn't say, whatever. The perfect phone call turns out, yep, it was a perfect phone call. There wasn't a darn thing wrong with it. It was Biden who was committing that crime at the time. But what happens is Trump gets into power. Unfortunately, he has people on his staff that are part of this deep state, and and some of them took him down a primrose path. He still was a pretty darn good president, certainly better than what we have now. Uh, 
But I don't think any of what's going on now, Luann, is about any of Trump's so-called crimes. I think it's about the threat that Donald Trump poses to the security state, the deep state, the apparatchiks, whatever you want to call them. And they are, are terrified that this man might become president again because he can't be controlled. It's a threat to their power, and they're having to fight back. Um, as Benny says, that Trump becoming president, that he broke the system in 2016. This was the year the security state was internationally humiliated and proven to be powerless frauds, paper tigers. I mean, if Trump beats your anointed Clinton candidate in a landslide after you rigged the election against him, you're powerless. And the world saw it, and a crisis broke out among this community like never before. They only have power because of projection, and that projection was shattered. The American people broke the system, and Trump was the tool. We, the American people, we rejected and laughed in the machine's face. Well, this line about who can run for office, can in all caps, and who is allowed to win that office of the presidency with win in all caps. I I, I used to think that uh, that was a function of the vote, of winning enough states to win the Electoral College and become president. But remember, George W. Bush uh, almost didn't make it across that line either. They didn't want him to be president. They wanted Al Gore. Absolutely. And uh, in the case of Trump, remember, we were told 96% chance that Hillary Clinton would win the presidency. And, and yet that leads to Benny Johnson's line, we rejected that and laughed in the machine's face. The machine doesn't like to be laughed at. Absolutely not. Absolutely and, and not. And it's fighting back, and that's what these indictments are about. Uh, you want to tell me, look, Trump Trump is Trump, and it's it's one of the reasons some people hate him. It's one of the reasons some people love him. But Trump has come out and said so many things that happened and, and uh, has been fact-checked by the likes of the New York Times, Glenn Kessler over at the Washington Post and, and CNN. And how many times has he turned out to be right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it goes back to 2015 when he said that they were spying on him at Trump Tower. How dare he make such an allegation about the venerable, honorable men and women who work in the federal government how dare what a what a just a harlot what a a charlatan what a scumbag how dare that man and but, turns out he's right look jack smith this uh, may i use the term crap weasel uh, jack smith is a crap weasel thanks to friends or wherever that term originated well he's certainly an unspecial counsel he is an unspecial counsel and he's a democratic operative well he is and he's not an independent counsel there's a difference an independent counsel was selected by like a three-judge panel or something uh, supposedly going to be uh, totally unbiased a special counsel comes out of doj now let me say this what are they indicting trump for falsely saying things now, you may think I'm headed toward the First Amendment, but I'm, I'm not going there. Yes, the First Amendment says that it's not a crime to say false things because uh, sometimes false things, as you just said, end up not being false. Well, uh, certainly in the last few years have we have we seen, um, you know, Trump was put into office by Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, he was colluding exactly. with the Russians. Colluding, right. Uh, COVID was came from a wet market. Uh-huh. You're getting to the, where I'm going. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. The the experimental vaccine was safe and effective. 
But what was the number one thing that turned out to be a complete pack of lies paid for and researched by Hillary Clinton that turned out to be completely fake and that no one has paid any price for, and it was used against Donald Trump? Oh, 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 oh. pick me, pick me. Lou Ann, what do you think? The Steele dossier. You got it. Yes, that thing was paid for, bought, and purchased lies for the purpose of of destroying a, a, a political opponent and influencing an election. So who else is... Who else is going to get charged here? Who took a hammer to her hard drive? Who had classified documents available on her hard drive? Uh, this, this, it just, it boggles the imagination. Yeah. When was the last time we heard anything about uh, Fusion GPS and Glenn Kessler or Bruce and Nellie or the <laughs> well, DOJ, you know, or cocaine in the White House. I mean, for that yeah, matter. Yeah. But look, I, I drive by the brand new sparkling office of Perkins Cooey on Colorado Street every day when I go to work. And I think about all of this because they were part of the uh, of the layers that Hillary used to, to cover up the origins of the Steele dossier. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. So I, I'm just... I'm just amazed here and taken aback at this. I don't know if they will if they will be able to get Trump. I will tell you this. This is my opinion based on years of covering big trials when I was in the news business and, and based on knowing a guy somewhat personally. I covered him a lot. Uh, John Sparling, who was an assistant DA in Dallas County, who wrote a book about this. Testimony doesn't matter all that much at a trial. Evidence doesn't matter all that much at a trial. You know what matters? How you pick the jury. If you get your jury, if you get your people that you want on that jury, and you can block the opposition attorney from getting any of the jurors that he wants, you're going to win that case. Case in point, O.J. Simpson. Big time. The the evidence did not matter, did it? Whether he did it or not did not matter. What mattered was he had a jury of his peers, and his peers thought that he didn't deserve to be convicted, and so they didn't convict him. And that was at, you also have to remember the context of that case. That was so soon after the Rodney King incident and all of the riots and the fires there in L.A. That was another piece into that. But what... You know, what I think, and certainly lots of people have made this observation, and I think because it's it's there's a lot of truth to it, that much of what this is about is just more dirtying up of Trump in order to try and keep him off the 2024 ballot. And that's why there are several things that we need to stay on the offense in terms of pointing out how just bogus, how ridiculous this whole per- persecution of him is Mm -hmm. we need to continue comparing and contrasting the double standard that's going on between how he is being treated within the law and also what is happening with the bidens we need to have and this is a big one if there were any way we could have our representatives specifically in the house our Republican representatives grow a pair and go in there and take action to defund the unspecial prosecutor's little boondoggle that he has, the money that he's spending on this. That's 
would be a plan of attack. That would, Additionally, too. recusal of this judge, this Obama-appointed judge who loves Black Lives Matter and who has, um, <laughs> she even she was even known to have raged during a one of the J6 defendants' cases that it was outrageous to compare the actions of people protesting mostly peacefully for civil rights during the Black Lives Matter um, disorder of 2020 to Trump supporters trying to overthrow the government in 2021. But also the final thing is we need to get the venue changed and get it out of D.C. Here's where I'm coming from on some of this. It, it, tell me if you agree, because uh, you know it's OK not to agree. I'm the secretary of logic. You know that. The logic is going to be impeccable. Well, sometimes we do have insurrections against your logic. Well, we had an insurrection that started this country, too. But I wrote this down while you were talking. It's who you punish and who you don't. Now, let, let me bring up a couple of things. Was Hillary Clinton punished? Same thing that they're accusing Trump of doing. Was Hillary Clinton punished? No. Was Trump being punished? Yes. All right. Let's go to the George Floyd case. Derek Chauvin was maybe a bad cop. I don't know. What he had was a guy in front of him who was fighting and resisting arrest, who had just passed a counterfeit $20 bill, who was drugged up to the point on fentanyl and whatever other drugs they found. Uh, his heart was probably enlarged, and he put his his knee on his neck to to be convicted of murder. You have to have intent he was trying to hold this guy till they could get him arrested. His intention was restrainment, not murder. He did not commit murder Correct. under any of our laws in the past, but he was punished anyway for murder. Why? Because political correctness comes to mind. He was on the wrong side of history, as Barack Obama would say. Right. So it's who you punish. Let me, let me take you back. Do you remember when... Um, Ronald Reagan had a news conference talking about all those uh, students at Berkeley who uh, took over the administration office. Did they get punished? I don't think so. Uh, What about the protesters at the 1968 Democratic National Convention? Did they get punished? Not not much. Maybe some got charged, but not much. What about uh, the Watts riots? Did the Watts rioters, did they all get punished? Not much. Now, what about... um, what about uh, coming up to more modern times? What about the the summer of 2020? All the rides. I the know summer that summer of love. I, yes, I know that some of the, the those people had charges against them, but most of those charges were quietly and without media coverage dropped. Oh, like the the people that tried to to burn down the federal building there in what was that in Seattle or Portland? In Portland and Portland, yeah, Seattle like and, and a couple and they burned concrete. down police stations. Yeah, they went and put concrete in the locks so that they were like jamming up the locks. They so created a separate country in downtown Seattle. Yeah, they murdered a black security guard. They burned down Kenosha, Wisconsin's downtown area, while CNN had a graphic that said peaceful. Remember uh, the New York lawyers that had the Molotov cocktails that they tossed into a police car there in Did they Manhattan? get punished? Now, let me turn this around. Who did get punished? What happened on January 6th? People believed, rightly or wrongly... I t- tend to believe that there's a lot to it, and, and, and you and I have talked about this on past occasions. They believed that their government had covered up fraud in an election. Now, if you want me to, I can go through all the instances of fraud, but I think we as conservatives know what they are. So 
as Tucker Carlson said, what they did on January 6th was not go out and burn down a CVS drugstore. They didn't overturn anybody's car. They didn't punish anybody for what they thought they had been wronged who hadn't done anything to cause the wrongness. They went to the source of the wrongness. They believed they had a right to redress grievances against their government and that there was a particularly a particular day, the timing of January 6th, the day in which the the electoral votes were going to be reviewed, they believed that on that day they strategically had a right to expect that certain actions could be taken. They were there to show their support for a group of representatives who were coordinated and who were getting ready to voice their opinions that certain states should be returned back to their legislatures for a closer look. It's about who gets punished and who doesn't get punished. As we said, Derek Chauvin convicted of murder. What about the cop that shot Ashley Babbitt? Liberty Tabletop is America's flatware company, the only flatware that's manufactured in the U.S. of A. There are over 38 patterns to choose from. Like a couple of patterns and you can't decide, you can order a sample of each. And check out their website at libertytabletop.com and enter the promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. Just in time for you to freshen up your holiday table setting with Liberty Tabletop Flatware, manufactured in the United States. They make great wedding and Christmas gifts, too. Flatware that can be passed down for generations. So check out their website at LibertyTabletop.com and enter promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. LibertyTabletop.com, promo code BEN. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Once again, I mean, and, and he's gone a little bit quiet, but then we have those other three officers who supposedly, you know, who came forward and were all, it seemed like they were screen tested and poll tested and what they said, and they've been made heroes because they were so put upon and they had a rough day there on January 6th. I don't know. Roseanne Boylan was trampled to death and and a, a few and, and a couple of the cops had issues that they passed away from later that the left tries to connect to this correctly or not correctly i don't know but all i do know is this the only gunfire on january the 6th was from the capitol police and the only person who was killed by that gunfire was a protester who should not have been doing what she was doing, but who certainly was far less guilty of any crime than George Floyd, who has now been deified. And I think it's also interesting to note that I think it was three officers from the Capitol Police who committed suicide in very short order after January 6th. Why? But, Do you think there was anybody embedded in that crowd by any chance? Well, I don't know. Um, uh, based on reporting by the National Pulse, Raheem Kassan just yesterday released a clip from a Tucker Carlson show. It was going to be, it was a, it was a, 
episode of Tucker Carlson today that was filmed shortly before Tucker was um, unceremoniously fired from Fox. And the interview featured former Capitol Hill Police Chief Stephen Sund, who was talking about January 6th. Now, the clip that uh, Raheem got a hold of, it's only about two and a half minutes or so. It The audio is kind of muddy in it, which I don't know if that was maybe intentionally done just so that it wouldn't be... You know, I don't know why it just it, it was makes done. no sense. Yeah, but usually they anyway. only muddy the audio if they're if it's uh, anonymous. But it's not. But it's still very plainly, yeah. plainly audible that you can make out what they were saying. Mm-hmm. And Sun basically calls the event surrounding J six a cover up, and he had concerns about people like Ray Epps, who they were very careful in the clip to not mention by name because Mr. Epps has hired his own uh, Democratic lawyers to come and pursue these people. But anyway, um, through the interview, Sun explains that, you know, while it's normal for the Secret Service, the FBI, the Metropolitan Police to have a few assets um, in the crowds during something like this, that to his knowledge, there were 18 or so FBI agents plus another 20 DHS and um, DHS personnel that he was aware of and that that was remarkably high. And he went on. I thought this is interesting. He says, within a few days of January 6th, I had media reach out to me and say, hey, you're aware the FBI had undercovers in the crowd. I was like, oh, no, they would have told me. I had Stephen D'Antonio, the head of the FBI Washington field office, on the call the day before. Didn't say anything to me about it. And now to see, allegedly, according to the GAO report, they had 18 operatives in the crowd. That's a lot of operatives. Okay, what's important to note here, Stephen D'Antonio... Stephen D'Antonio was new to the Washington field office during the time when that was happening. Where did Stephen D'Antonio come from? Oh, in November of 2020, he was transferred from the a field office in Michigan, an FBI field office in Michigan, to D.C. Well, what was the FBI doing in Michigan back during that time? Oh, do we remember a little something? The little kidnapping event? Yeah, exactly. A little kidnapping event, a sweep of a bunch of of defendants, we'll say in air quotes, 25 of them or so. And as that all unfolded, half of them were either undercover agents or some type of CI, confidential informants. Many of those cases were, ended up being um, acquitted, I mean, that whole thing was just a cluster, you know what. But that was Stephen D'Antonio, the guy that oversaw that little operation. And then all of a sudden, here he pops up in D.C. in charge of what has been, I think, aptly referred to as the Fed surrection. The, the Fed surrection. Well, I call it the CNN insurrection because CNN lived on that like they lived on the missing Malaysian jetliner. Uh, it's unbelievable. Let, let me ask you, uh, let, let, me, let me move the subject forward yeah. just a little bit. I, let I, let I, me I, just, for people oh, listening sure. to this, let's just, that we're going to we're gonna be putting all this up on our website, WB Daily, and we will have a link to this because it's very interesting to hear. It's interesting. I mean, certainly it's very telling to have here this Capitol Police 
Oh, absolutely. Verify what we've all thought and that he has the same questions going through his mind that the rest of us have had. It also brings up the, hmm, was this just one more thing that caused Fox to want to get rid of Tucker? And so, well, I was going to ask you that. I mean, Tucker had just shown, that's exactly where I was going. Tucker had just shown all this video that had not been released before. All these hours of video that were uh, given to Tucker Carlson. By Kevin McCarthy. By McCarthy, which which really ticked off all the other networks because they wanted to keep probably keep this suppressed. I mean, we don't have journalism, really. You and I have both worked for the Epoch Times. I'll give them credit. Their stuff is... If it's on their front page, if it's presented as a news article, it's pretty well down the middle. Uh, not the case on CNN. No. And and sometimes not the case on Fox, although Fox has journalists that are separate from their opinion people. But Tucker had apparently stepped on some pretty big toes. Well, and Tucker was, was regularly having Darren Beatty on talking about this. Darren Beatty has a website called Revolver News. Darren has done incredible work investigating the Fed's direction. In fact, he's the one, credit be given, he's the one who, I, who coined that term. And Darren has uncovered a lot of things. One of the other things that Darren is like a dog on the bone with are those pipe bombs. Remember those pipe bombs? One yes. left. That, were, yeah. that, that, that apparently Kamala drove real close to them. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, they were able to use these just geofencing to, you know, round up all these people from, from J6ers, but they've never been able to use the geofencing to do the... Um, the pipe bomb, although when pushed at a point, I think later on they've claimed they've done that and that the the uh, materials were corrupted and they weren't able to do anything. But this was also one of those goofy things, too, that it was supposedly the pipe bombs, the existence of them were relayed to whatever security there by some good Samaritan who happened to come by. But son of a gun, they never got that good Samaritan's name. No, they didn't. And and I'll say this too. Again, uh, getting back to who gets punished and who doesn't get punished. You know, the security state, the deep state seems to be okay if, if you're Black Lives Matter and you want to burn down buildings in a city a police station, whatever, you know, do it. We'll, we'll make a few charges and then we'll drop them. And then, then in New York, uh, you can come and say that, gosh, I'm a black lives matter protester. And I was mistreated by the police and you can get paid for that. Uh, that's happened in Austin as well, where the protesters get paid because the police tried to stop them from breaking down other people's property. But here's the rub. Do not sit in Nancy Pelosi's chair. Do not put your feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk. We will throw you away. We will lock you up and throw away the key. And that's what they're doing. I think this this prosecution of J6 boils down to this. You can burn down cities as much as you want to, but you will not interfere with the deep, with the deep state. You will not in you. Will, this is not your house, the Capitol. This is our house, and you will not invade it. Our house, the security state. Yes. Not our house, the people. Yes, correct. Make no mistake on Make that. Make no mistake. Absolutely. And then when there are those who 
elected representatives who would come and try and point fingers at members of the deep state and say, oh, now, where did that, what, what was the deal on that $5 million that came to you and your son? And what, what business is it exactly that your family has? What is the good? What is the service that's selling? No, you can't ask those questions. Oh, you didn't pay your income taxes? Well, let's throw Wesley Snipes in jail because he didn't pay his So you're punishing who you don't. Absolutely. I mean, it, all, it gets back to that over and over again. Uh, so let's let's go to the Biden indictment. Or lack thereof. Or lack, there, lack thereof. Uh, it's getting to the point where James Comer, and I'll ask you if you believe he's for real. Uh, I, I guess I, I, I'm always suspicious, it seems like to me, uh, with CNN saying, there's no evidence of anything that connects Joe Biden. A, two things. A, they're ready to throw Hunter under the bus. A- and so is Joe. Joe loves his son. Joe's proud of his son, but his son can go to jail if it helps Biden get reelection. Number two, when they say there's no evidence, I would say, well, I agree with them. There's no evidence except that there's a whole bunch of shell companies. There's no evidence except that Joe Biden has several multi-million dollar vacation homes on a government salary. I mean, there's no evidence except that FBI form that came out. There's there's no evidence except multiple whistleblowers, some of whom are gay Democrats married to other men uh, who come out and talk about this. Luann, what kind of evidence do you need? Yeah, let's not forget the instance of sitting on the stage at the Council for Foreign Relations boasting about withhold about threatening to withhold U.S. tax dollars. And then son of a bitch. The prosecutor got prosecutor fired. Prosecutor gets fired. And That's why do Joe we care Biden about that prosecutor? On videotape admitting to the blackmail. Bragging. 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 Which, which is Joe Biden's nature. Yes. He's very totally. arrogant. Totally, totally. Okay, Comer. I like what I see of Comer. However, I share the cynicism of is anything really going to go anywhere? Because akin to what we were talking about with Benny's ghost in the machine and the fact that the security state is so angry, the security state is now clawing back power by breaking every rule with a demonic furor and black vengeance. I don't see that being unleashed on Comer. And it certainly would be if they felt like he were a threat. In other words, you're thinking he somehow is a, is a white supremacist if they want to get rid of him. Well, I think They'll find what something. I'm thinking about is Devin Nunes. Uh-huh. Now, when Devin Nunes was head of the House Intel Committee, look at the way they came after him. Yeah. They were yeah. merciless. There were the hit pieces. There was the threats. There was everything to a point that Devin recused himself. And I'm sorry that he did that. I, I really regret that he did that because it almost was kind of the same thing as Jeff Sessions having so capitulated, which, I mean, Jeff Sessions would never have been a strong figure in there as AG, but it was that why were they so coming after him? Because they feared that Nunes was going to do the job, whereas Comer, they're not coming after him. If they were coming after him, I would have more confidence that we're really going to see something happen here. Well, and you talk about, again, how the Democrats have a double standard on things. 
Maxine Waters said, if you see a conservative, you walk up to that person, you get in that person's face. They threw Kavanaugh out of a restaurant. They heckled uh, Ted Cruz and his wife out of a restaurant. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Sarah. And after a, after an event in the Rose Garden, as Rand Paul and his wife were walking back to their car, they were almost killed by Black Lives Matter, and nothing ever happens. And the worst of all, the Democratic leader of the Senate stands on the steps of the Supreme Court and says, I'm warning you, Kavanaugh, I'm warning you, Gorsuch, you have reaped the whirlwind or you have caused a whirlwind. You are not going to know what hit you. And then weeks later, there's an assassination attempt against Kavanaugh, who's, by the way, not my favorite Supreme Court justice by a long shot. I would never put that guy on the court. But he does not deserve to be assassinated. Schumer suborned murder on the steps of the Capitol, and he almost got his wish. Nothing happens. Never. Yeah, no. And he also, remember his comment about to Trump about crossing the the intel community, that, you know, they have nine ways to Sunday or whatever the expression yes. was that he used to come after you. And, you know, far be it, it's not often, but no, I do, I do think in that case, Chuck Schumer has been proven to be right. Because well, that's still I, part of what's happening today. I think so, too. And if lying gets you indicted, how many indictments, how many counts do you think we could have uh, against, um, oh, now I'm having a senior moment, Schiff, Adam Schiff. How, how, many, uh, how many indictments of lying? He has seen the evidence of Russian collusion, he told us. Oh, remember his little, his little play act thing that he did when he was the you know, LARPer, the live action role player, when he got up there and read that that alleged script between Trump and was it Zelensky? You know, it's so funny that Zelensky was kind of a figurehead back then. He uh-huh. was just that president of Ukraine. And now we've come we've come to know Voldemort so well, intimately. You, let me mention something about Adam Schiff, because I think this is so ironic. Schiff was out saying not too long ago that Don Jr. should be thrown in jail because Don Jr. was at Trump Tower and he gets a call from one of the, the honey pots at uh, from Russia that has dirt on Hillary. And Don Jr. said, yeah, I'll listen to what you have to say. And then nothing ever came of it. But few people remember that a couple of, of, of guys pranked Adam Schiff. Oh, yeah. Called him. Told and said him, they had nude pictures of Trump. Nude pictures of Trump. And Schiff was all over it. So, you know, it's just if you're on one side, it's one way. If you're on the other side, it's another way. But if we're going to indict people for lying, I think we're going to have to build some And do you know that Don Jr. ended up doing 16 hours in front of Congress answering questions about that 15-minute meeting? All right. Well, what about this um, lengthy article in Tablet Online called The Obama Factor? It's by David Samuels, and then it's followed up with an interview by civil rights historian and Obama's biographer, David Garrow. Essentially, Obama is just sitting on Joe Biden's shoulder and whispering in his ear. Well, he years ago, who was it, Stephen Colbert told that he wouldn't be opposed to a third term if he can just like sit in the basement watching basketball with his sweats on and have a little earpiece and whisper into... You know, the air of a 
placeholder, which... Well, that was in 2015, and now it seems to have come to pass. But, you know, I think a lot of people have suspected this, but now it seems to to uh, to have come true. Let me bring up one thing that they talk about a little bit in that article that had occurred to me as well. If the guy that you're serving as his vice president comes up with a really lousy idea, I mean lousy an idea that's so bad that they had to do it in the dead of night, and they put tens of millions of dollars on pallets and shipped them to Iran in the middle of the night for a nuclear deal that the Iranians were not going to live up to anyway, and, and Trump comes in and kills this correctly because it was, it was bad, bad, bad. There was nothing good about it in any form or fashion. Obama almost, in my opinion, could have been impeached for that. Why would then Biden suddenly want to rekindle that? This has got to be to protect Obama's legacy. That or also because his Chinese masters. Well, there's that, that too. There, there, there is that. There is no, I mean, we have a whole new axis of evil that's being formed that the CCP is putting together this axis, this coalition, whatever you want to call them. And Iran is right in there and... So well, that in the Belt that, and Roads program. I mean, so through through the Belt and Roads program, they're going to be able to control all these smaller countries, and then through what you're talking about here, we're seeing maybe the linkage of Iran uh, and Russia, and I don't know, North Korea is kind of an outlier almost, but maybe them too, along with the the Communist Chinese Party. I don't know what what uh, natural resources or anything of value that North Korea has. Not to say that there isn't. I just don't know what it is. Well, they have the handsomest but, leader on the on the planet. Well, there's certainly getting to be a lot of him from the last pictures. <laughs> a I saw. lot of our handsome, fearless leader. Yes, but um, you know, with the oil that certainly the Middle East brings, what they're doing down in Africa with all the Belt and Road initiatives, they've got all those rare earth minerals and things like this. I mean, this is about resources. And Taiwan's loaded with that, too. Well, and, you know, that's something that I think is so important to think about with in terms of China and in terms of, again, talking about Biden and his Chinese, his CCP masters, who absolutely is the case, although I'm not sure that Obama you know, doesn't have his ties as well, if, if the truth be told, and a, a closer look is taken. But China, I mean, their whole infiltration of this country is about, they don't want the American people. They want American resources. Mm-hmm. They're a patient people. Mm-hmm. And so they can depopulate the country along the way, but they want the resources. So and that's the same thing that we have going on in Africa. And certainly somebody like Bill Gates is always happy to come in there with, you know, a new experimental injection or release some mosquitoes to sterilize the population and keep their population at bay. While at the same time, it will just allow for the CCP to come in and ride herd, take control of their natural resources. And the thing that gets me, we titled this episode America Under Indictment uh, with Donald Trump uh, being the proxy for the American people. They indict him, they indict us. And that's the way I feel because I felt like this country was on its way back. Do you remember what MAGA stands for? It's become a pejorative. But do you remember what MAGA stands for? It's not Mexicans always get across. It's make America great again. Who could oppose that? 
uh, for some reason, we have a great deal, and, and most of the deep state or the security state doesn't seem to want to have a strong America. Why would they not want that? Liberty Tabletop is America's flatware company, the only flatware that's manufactured in the U.S. of A. There are over 38 patterns to choose from. Like a couple of patterns and you can't decide, you can order a sample of each. And check out their website at libertytabletop.com and enter the promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. Just in time for you to freshen up your holiday table setting with Liberty Tabletop Flatware, manufactured in the United States. They make great wedding and Christmas gifts, too. Flatware that can be passed down for generations. So check out their website at LibertyTabletop.com and enter promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. LibertyTabletop.com, promo code BEN. That's a million-dollar question. And why in the hell would we want Ukraine in NATO? Well, and what this is, is this is, we see these people, it's an assault of our freedom, it's an assault of our way of life. It's assault on our value system. But don't they and, go down too if the rest of us go down? Well, that's the, that's the thing that, you know, there's the people who I think don't understand. And then there's there's a whole other group of people who they just don't care. They don't take this seriously. And they do so if it were just it do so we, at their own peril, is it, is that be, would be fine. But it's also going to be damned at the peril of the rest yeah, of us. But we stole the land from the Indians is the, and, and, and slavery existed. Is that what we're being punished for now? I mean, I wonder what happens if they are, you know, if Cloward Piven theory actually comes true. If, if they overload America with so much debt that we finally collapse and they can turn us into a socialist state. But then you've got the CCP will be ready to pounce. Well, I, I, I and, and I mean, they have their own financial problems as well. So, I mean, that's they just do. the one they saving do. grace in that everybody else in the world has a lot of, of financial issues as well, which doesn't help me sleep a whole lot better at night, but it is kind of out there. Well, end games. Does Trump get uh, prison time? I pray not. Um, Does Biden get impeached? You know, there we talked about this earlier, and I said this was I thought something better to to talk while we had while we had things rolling. While I would love to see it, the other side is that I don't want to do their dirty work. Make them do it. Well, but but the the the, the big the big monkey ranch in all of this is Kamala Harris. Uh, she's about as dumb as a rock she is not communicative she cannot make a speech she can't ad lib she can't think on her feet uh, she she's arisen to where she is probably through affirmative action and and through uh, i'll say dating some very important men mm. that's how she got where she is but well, on the hey, other but hand you know something but on the other hand she would be just as controllable as Joe Biden is. True. And just FYI, in terms of popularity rating, she is catching up with tooth decay. This is true. But look, if she can, we can, we're by the first two years of the Biden administration. She could become president and still serve eight more years. And you and I both know they have ways uh, as where's where's that quote from Benny? Uh, they control who can run for office and who is allowed to win that office. And if they could have 10 full years of Kamala Harris, they can do whatever they want in this country. I think they need to have someone who is more marketable for the people at this point in time. And that's why oh, Governor I, Whitmer. 
Uh, frighteningly, she is. Gavin she is Newsom. out there. Gavin is. Gavin is in there. And that's it. They um, don't have anybody beyond those two. Do well, they? you know, uh, Pete they Buttigieg. keep talking about. Uh, he has. He has launched a pack, a super pack, which is interesting. But boy, he's got some serious rehab. Is it headed to do. up by Sam Britton? <laughs> wouldn't you? Wouldn't you hope? Wouldn't that yeah, be delicious? Yeah. No. Um, I think you. Roger Stone makes the case, get ready for Michelle. And there are other people that believe that same thing. I still find that very difficult. I find that almost impossible to believe. Number one, she's unqualified. Number two, she's never held a job that I know of. Number three, there's so much to go after. I was never proud of my husband or of this country until my husband got elected and all that kind of stuff. Um, I... I don't know. But I who's going to go? But who's going to? Okay, number one, who's going to go after elect, that? It would be electing Barack again. Is Absolutely. What it would be, you know, yeah. of course. Who's going to go after that? The corporate media certainly isn't. And in terms of independent well, media, Luan, alternative media, we know all that there's stuff. There's a time when you throw out the rules that you can't talk anything about somebody of color. There's a time you throw that out when your country is going to hell. That's why we had a so-called insurrection in the first place. These were people who said, what the hell? We're losing our country in Anyway, let's go into the Capitol, and then they were severely punished. And for by it. the way, election integrity has also gone down the tubes. The idea that we have a free and fair if that election were held today, would it be free and fair? No. Hell no, it wouldn't. No, of so not. from that standpoint, who would elect her? It doesn't matter. The security state, remember? What does it say? You know, it's far superior to control who can run for office, who is allowed to win that office, and who is allowed to stay in that office. And that could be Michelle Obama. It could be, but uh, Lord, I don't know. I, I uh, well, I'm trying to think of who friend, I who I would. Our friend Kevin Roberts has said we have two more elections. Yeah, Kevin cycles. Roberts said that on Glenn Beck's show, and then he said it on on Carlin Woolley in uh, Austin because we. I, I I called him. We told him we heard that. Did you mean that? He said yes. Two election cycles. That's I think all Michelle had. Obama comes in in twenty twenty four. I think, I think it's over. I think it's where over. are you? And uh, people who don't like Trump. Oh, well, I don't like his voice. Or oh, he had mean tweets. Or oh, it was just. Oh my disruptive. gosh, he's orange. He's get orange. Over it. Get over it. But where are you going to live? Out. Where are you, what are you going to do if if the Democrats consolidate power to the to the point where uh, no other party can ever win? Canada is kind of a bad place. Oh yeah, with Trudeau. Any more? Trudeau's. I sure, don't want to. He can't go to Mexico. I think, you know, maybe that's when we start, you know, that whole secession thing of Texas is kind of always been like, oh, yeah, right. Maybe we start oh, taking a closer oh, no, no, look no, no, no. at it. Uh, there's a lot of people that are taking a look at that. Uh, it would be as messy as, as college football realignment well, is I right now. Well, I tell you, now, years ago, we'll see. years ago, I wrote a column about where would you be in a revolution? And it was going through talking about the different types of people. And, you know, to me, it was kind of like I was looking at people in my own life who would be a patriot, who would be a snitch, who would be a just, you know, stand by and be happy to let things happen, all that type thing. And what it did was it prompted me to go and back about 10 years ago, NBC had a two seasons, a show called Revolution and the power went out and it, the power goes out. Maybe we don't know, really know if it's worldwide because communication is so shut down. But 
certainly throughout the whole United States. And so the United States is broken off into territories which are controlled by militias, and it's a pretty brutal place. There is, and I haven't gotten into it in rewatching the series, but there is still the free state of Texas that's kind of wild and out well, there. Well, that's pretty cool. That sounds like a novel I read recently called Rules of Ascension. Well, an interesting, uh, I, think I've, I think I've read that. Which I wrote, by the way. But let me mention. You know what, though? Something else, too, yeah. in watching this again, rewatching this, there is a whole administrative state component going on in there, too, that way back then. I did not have the critical eye toward centralized authoritarian control the way I do now. Oh, I know. I want to rewatch The Americans, too. But Fox Fox did that, too. Uh, not Fox News, but Big Fox. Uh, it was a show called Dark Angel. Okay. And uh, it was about an EMP. And it, I don't stay up at night worrying about things like this, uh, but... EMPs are certainly the biggest threat. Electromagnetic pulse because it would it would wipe out your grid, computers, and as the CCP is setting up their little base over there in Florida or over there in Cuba, if I lived on the East Coast, especially the Southeast Coast, I'd be thinking about that. Mm -hmm. I would be thinking because you're going to be right there in very nice range. Well, ask me where I'd go. I'm I'm thinking Mars right now. If we can terraform a little bit and. I might just like try. You know, like, Musk is going to do that. I might just try like Westphalia or something <laughs> Westphalia. to start with. All right. Well, that'll pretty much put the plug in the jug. Uh, the bottom line America under indictment. Is it Trump they're indicting or is it all of us? Where does it go? How much do we stand behind him? And when is it time for a, a real insurrection? It's coming sooner than later. All right. Well, be logical. All right. Courage is contagious. Please. Help go out and spread some around. All right. Planet Logic and Political Pursuits, the podcast. Lynn Woolley, Lou Ann Anderson. We'll see you next time. Liberty Tabletop is America's flatware company, the only flatware that's manufactured in the U.S. of A. There are over 38 patterns to choose from. Like a couple of patterns and you can't decide, you can order a sample of each. And check out their website at libertytabletop.com and enter the promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. Just in time for you to freshen up your holiday table setting with Liberty Tabletop flatware, manufactured in the United States. They make great wedding and Christmas gifts, too. Flatware that can be passed down for generations. So check out their website at LibertyTabletop.com and enter promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. LibertyTabletop.com, promo code BEN.